fresh episode of the i3l podcast the i3l podcast is an intervention to ensure that your leadership journey is beautiful and you experience wonderful every single week we bring to you world-class content to reduce your learning curve and maximize your effectiveness today with the intersection of remote working and virtual schooling one of the things we've realized is that many parents are overwhelmed they are isolated they are out of breath and are virtually reactive so we're bringing uh, the i3 podcast as a shout out to parents especially as the fact that they are going through what we call an abnormal situation they're not just responsible for their results they're trying to succeed at work they're trying to succeed at life but they're also responsible for making sure that they have their fully engaged parents to their children one of the greatest and most uh, probably the toughest job given to any leader is to be a parent. You understand? Kamala Harris recently said that there's no greater name than she has than um, calling herself Mama, Mamala. You know, and one of those th- one of the things that comes to my mind is the fact that parents have a new situation in which they have found themselves. Work and life as is not just an intersection; that is a collision. And because it's a collision, you've got to find a way to gain results. Now, the closest thing to leadership development is parenting. Parenting, in any in any case, leads the most important organization in society, which is the family. So, if you really want to teach um, leadership development, I think the greatest model to use, I mean, you could use the shepherding model, but another model you could use is also what I call the parenting model. Organizations are social constructs. They are artificial. Hence, organizations can learn from parents. If you think, if you think through what I'm going to talk to you about today, you will understand that the leadership playbook for um, for leader, uh, the parenting playbook for leadership is probably one of the greatest playbook that any parent could use to learn to become a better leader. You know, with parenting, you have to ask yourself, what's my purpose as a leader, as a parent? What's my purpose? Why am I here? What what's my purpose to my um, in life? You know, so you've got to ask yourself, what am I trying to achieve with my parenting? You've got to ask yourself, what kind of partnership with Maybe the schools, partnership with educational institutions, with um, with religious um, institutions, with societal institutions, to be able to achieve the kind of results you want for your children and your words. So parenting becomes a massive, massive um, job, and it's a difficult job. And but the beautiful thing about it is that it's not only a lifetime job; it's also the kind of job that always will give you pleasure because of the kind of rewards that you get from parenting. And parenting is something that. A lot of people have come to realize is the way to transform society. So if we have, uh, if we have parenting properly done well, we probably will have well-behaved uh, children. Probably have well-assured children go out to society to excel. So parenting is, in my opinion, one of the greatest leadership development tools that you can have. And if you do parenting well, you probably would now have a situation where you'll be like a duck inside of water. You will be a natural leader because you have learned parenting at home. Now, if you ask me, 
What are the practices for leadership that parenting actually teaches you? Number one, parenting teaches you that that it's that you have a duty to care. You have a duty to care. You care about the outcomes. You care about results. You care about the process in which you're getting outcomes. You care about the people in your care, your children. You care about the people that come in contact with them because of the fact that now that's how culture is built. You understand? You want to be sure that not anybody would come and influence your culture. So you are concerned about your culture. You're concerned about the well-being, not just only mental well-being, not only you know concerned about the results to get to school. You're also concerned about are they developing in other sites in other in other um, aspects of life are they developing as um, spiritually are they developing mentally are they developing emotionally are they taking more responsibility to themselves so yeah, it's a duty to care so parenting like leadership is a duty to care another thing in which parenting uh, is concerned about is the fact that you know if you really care for someone is the fact that you will listen to your children you will listen to them so if you care in an organization you will listen you will learn to listen and there's no other person that can teach you listening skills than your child than a child a child will teach you how to listen because of the fact that you must you must listen to what the child is trying to say you must listen to what the child is not trying to say and if you miss a child's communication then you're probably gone Parenting is also a practice that also will teach you how to communicate expectations, communicate your beliefs, communicate your values. Many many times, many families have values driven by maybe their maybe their faith, maybe driven by um, their ethnicity, or driven by society as it were, or where they're staying. But as a as as a parent, you want to be able to be sure that look, you know what I want to derive. I want the, I want to intentionally give my children the values in which I think it would work for them in life and the future. So you're thinking about 10, 15 years. You're communicating, not just today, you're communicating in 10, 15 years. And how many leaders will think like that? You're not just thinking about today's result. You're also thinking in 10, 15 years. And the best way to look at that is in parenting. So parenting teaches you and today matters, but also tomorrow also matters more. How am I developing these children so that they can become greater people that leads me to the another practice of parenting which is cultivating how do you cultivate greatness how do you cultivate greatness how do you cultivate integrity in your children how do you how do you discover and develop talent you know take for instance um, tiger woods was developed by his father take them serena and venus williams they were developed by their father or even michael phelps that won the most olympic gold medal was developed by his mother you understand so parenting gives you an opportunity to cultivate it's a practice that cultivate cultivate talent so as a leader you're also thinking about what kind of what kind of strength i found in my organization what kind of strength can i cultivate so that we would win and you know you cannot you can only win from the place of strength. You're not winning from a place of weaknesses. So you're building on strength. So you look at the strength in which your children have and you build on those kind of strengths. So parenting as a practice helps you build those things. Now, another practice that parenting does is culture building. Now, culture building, every family has a culture. And in the culture, you're having a culture, maybe a culture of discipline. You wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is to lay your bed. The last thing you do, maybe you say good morning to, to your Heavenly Father. Next minute, you probably go and say good morning to your parents. And next minute, so we have a culture which I call read, a culture of responsibility, a culture of accountability, a culture of integrity, and a culture of discipline. So a lot of families have that culture of read, you understand? Responsibility, accountability, integrity, and a culture of discipline. You know, it comes integrity that, you know, you're not permitting your children to lie and you're telling them that lying is not permitted in this house. So you go to a culture of discipline, a culture of owning 
the uh, the process of, of 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 developing themselves. So those are practices that parenting actually teaches. That's why parenting becomes one of the greatest things in which you could use to build leaders. So in these days in which we're having situations where that you're working from home uh, and you're also you're also a parent, you probably have a better understanding and appreciation of the teachers that actually do the work for your children. Now, if you look at that, the next thing you go to ask yourself is very simple. How do I build on this to ensure that our children will become better? You know, nothing will teach you leadership like parenting, like I told you. For instance, and when you have children and you're telling them, you know what, go to bed early and your children are going to be asking you, why, Dad, why, should we, why should we go to bed early? We're not going to school tomorrow morning. Then negotiation comes into play. You're negotiating because you have clarity about the values that you really want. And because you want to enforce those values, you're negotiating from the place of your value system. Your value system, look, you know, you have to sleep for your number of hours so that you could, you could be well-developed, not just because of the fact that you're going to school, but also because you have to develop yourself mentally, you have to develop yourself emotionally, and you've got to fulfill the scientific demand for sleeping uh, for a good number of hours so that you could be a better child. Then another thing you will do is how do you motivate kids? How do you influence kids to own themselves? You know, probably you could, I mean, when, you, when you're taking them to school, you probably would, in a hurry, tie the shoelaces for them. But now we have to influence them to all the process of tying up the shoelaces themselves. These are things that parents will now realize that, you know what, these are skills that parenting teaches you. And parenting also teaches you perseverance. Perseverance because of the fact that you're going to teach something once and you expect it to stick, it will not stick. So you come to your children and ask your child, oh, I just taught you this. How come you remember? You've forgotten. Now, it tells you one thing, that because you've learned something, it becomes easy for you to think that other people also will learn it like that. No, because you have experiences, you have a pathway that you've gone through and at the end of the day, you've gone through certain things in life that makes you grab things easily. But your children are still learning, they're still developing, they still do not have that capacity yet and it will take you time to be able to imbibe those capacity inside of them that's the same thing that leadership does to um, to an organization you already know that you that look you know what i have a level of expertise here and my the people reporting to me might not have that level of expertise so i will persevere until they develop themselves until they build the skills necessary for the organization to do well. So at the i podcast, we're doing a shout out to this um, in this episode to leaders and we're saying, especially to those leaders that have young children, you know, because it, it's amazing how you try to live your life, you're trying to fulfill targets in the office, you're trying to make sure that you attend all the Zoom meetings at the same time, you're still attending to a child's meeting. You're still making sure that the child is connected to the uh, to the meeting. You're still making sure that, you know what, that yes, you've delegated the responsibility of following through to the child, but the child would probably go through another website and try to, I mean, yes, he still has the computer to himself. He still wants to look at something different for himself. That's the most important thing about leadership. Preventing teaches you all those things. So, preventing becomes a playbook for leadership development. And, and when I look at that, I ask myself that what are the things that parents actually learn or they've learned over time? Parents have learned that it's not only the production of your results that's important, it's also the producing results through other people. And that's the same thing with leadership. You understand? I mean, many people grew up in organizations or they, they rise in organizations and they become, because of the fact that they were able to produce results themselves. But when you get to the top, you now realize that you have to get, you've got to produce results through collaboration with other people and it's not 
easy to do that. And but preventing will teach you how to do that. It will give you the basics, the basic learning, the fundamentals. And preventing is all about fundamentals anyway. Another thing about preventing very clearly is the fact that you have different rules. Even as a leader, you can have a leader as a coach, you have a leader as a mentor, you have a leader as a, as a, as, as a disciplinarian. But as a parent, you also have all these kind of rules. I mean, you have uh, you have the fact that you're a coach, you're a team leader, you're, you're also a law enforcer, you're also a, uh, a shoulder provider, you're also a chair giver. You know, so you're cheering people, you're cheering them up. Oh, they're taking one step. Yeah, you can say take next step. You're cheering them. Oh, go, go, child, go, son, go, daughter. At the same time, you're also ensuring that you are enforcing rules and regulations and making sure that they do not break them. You know, so you have, you have many rules in one place. So leadership becomes tough. Preventing is also a tough job, a tough role to play because you've got to play all those rules. And you cannot play those rules without clarity of visions, without understanding what really matters and what does not matter. And you're asking yourself, what matters today that will matter in 15 years? Those are the things that really matter. I mean, before the pandemic came, a lot of uh, a lot of child psychologists will tell you, oh, do not allow the children to sit so long on the computer. Don't let them sit in more than one hour, more than two hours. And I asked myself, I said, would this matter in 10, 15 years? That because they're staying for the computer in 10, in a, for uh, for a number of hours. But now, when 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 the computer is actually the school, what do you do? When the computer is actually the school, what do you do? So you've got to find out that, yes, that... You've got to understand the basics of of what life is all about. You've got to understand the basics of what life is all about. Now, it's important to realize that because of the fact that you you're thinking in terms, you have the clarity of vision, you're thinking in terms of 10, 15 years, what's important, then you would always live in the light of the most important things. Then you understand that some things are really important and some things are not important ultimately. And then Parenting teaches you that there's no getaways. There's no getaways from responsibilities. What's your need? Your need for life. You know, so leadership is also about responsibilities. What's your need? Your need. There's there's no cutting corners. There's no there's no there's no um, there's no time out. You've got to be a leader for life. You know, so that's the reason why most times, as well as a leader, your phones are still up. That in anything happens, wherever you go to, you go to the Bahamas Islands, you go to anywhere you go in the world, you will still be communicated with because of the fact that you still have to take decisions. So there's no getaways. The pandemic has taught us that there are also no getaways. And life really teaches you that there are really, really no getaways. So before I end the podcast today, I'm going to talk to you about what I call the five practices that leaders should have that would ensure, even as a parent, that you could also translate to leadership that would be extremely beautiful. Five practices that, as a parent, that you could learn as a parent that could also transform to exceptional leadership. Number one is you must learn to translate your values and beliefs in childlike terms. So if you have a child, what kind of values, what kind of systems, what kind of beliefs do you want to have? You must be able to communicate those things to a child and the child will own it. And one of the things I realized about children is the fact that you've got to really keep hammering those things you keep hammering those things you keep communicating them you keep communicating them maybe you want to take, tell them to always say thank you after everything given to them if you when you say it once you don't expect that they will have gotten it you've got to keep saying it that's why there's no over communication of the value system that you are trying to imbibe into your children so even the leadership what you have to learn is the fact that you cannot over communicate the values most leaders always think that because they've said it once everybody has bought into it no the easiest thing to do 
in an organization is to forget what the leader said. So you've got to communicate it for you've got to communicate it consistently, you've got to communicate it consistently, and you've got to communicate it well consistently. Like children, many people in organization will test if you actually believe those things. So you're going to keep communicating it. This is our values, this is our beliefs, and you must find a way to translate your values and your belief system into a language that a small child can understand, or a grown child can understand, or a teenager can appreciate. You understand? And because they're going to question every single thing. So you must have a way to translate those things to them. The second practice I think every exceptional leader must build, especially from parenting, is that they must learn to test everything. Parenting as a leadership is a way to finding out what works and what does not work. I mean, one of the first things you will learn in parenting is that your family is different from every other family. It's like your organization is different from every other organization. Your home is different from every other home. Your children are different from every other children. Even the same the children born from the same womb are different from one another. They would think they would look at things differently. So it's important to understand that and hold that in your mind when you are trying to do things. So you're going to communicate that. And you have and because of the unique positions of each child, you've got to treat each child differently. That's a third practice. I think every exceptional leader must learn from parenting. You must treat every child differently. So the third one is treat every child differently. Now, in organizations, you also learn to treat everybody differently. The way you treat everybody equally is to treat them differently because if you treat them equally, then someone who performs extremely well cannot be treated the same way that someone who performs with is not performing well. No, you've got to treat them differently. You've got to treat them, okay, if you're performing well, then we're going to treat it differently from someone who's not performing well. Now, you're treating them for their uniqueness, you're treating them for their difference, you're treating them for, for, the, for the value they're contributing even to the organization. Now, as a parent, you may not be treating them, you may not be treating each child, you may not be showing favoritism to each child, but you must understand that in order to change the contribution a child is playing, you must treat the child differently. Some children are very good learners, with um uh, uh with their hands some of them are good learners with thinking so you've got to understand how to understand those things and learn and teach your children those ways and with things are working so in in doing that you must understand what's necessarily right for you may not be right for your children so you've got to test everything so it's going to be a training process and you're going to be figuring out what works what does not work and then and many times in life you know, so it's really good as the pandemic has taught us, you understand, you got to take decisions and learn as you go on. You've got to be agile, you understand, agile you know, to learn as you go on in these things. Now, the fourth thing I which I think that the fourth practice every exceptional leader will do, especially with parenting, is the fact that they must create trusting environments. Now, the creation of trusting environments and boundaries will enable a child not just to triumph in life, but also to make sure that their growth are not tampered with. So you must create environments that will make sure children try a triumph. And those environments include rules, include regulations, include procedures. And it ensures that a child or a children or the children would also thrive. So it's also important when you think about those things that you're not micromanaging your children, you understand? Because when you come too close to micromanaging them, they, they become not, they don't become self-assured children. So you have to think through about this matter and ask yourself, what kind of children do I want to bring up? So I have to create an environment that would bring those children to the kind of place I want them to be. 
And finally, the final part is that you must take care of you and you must take care of them. Leadership is not a part of taking care of you. You must learn to keep communications lines open. You must listen for fears. You must listen for anxieties. You must listen to, you must, you must just learn to take care of people, you understand? And like, you just, you must be the one to be able to see things even before them because they might not be able to communicate what they're not, what they do not understand. Their bodies might be going through a process and they won't even know it. So you must be able to understand if, oh, your child is not, as, um, it's not moving as fast as he's supposed to be moving or then what's happening. Is it, is it, is it coming out like flu? Is it coming out like cold? How do you handle such a situation? So you learn to take care of yourself. Before, you understand, um, parents, when you carry, when you take your children to school, you probably catch your breath. You understand? Now, and when you even come back from work, you probably take a drive front and uh, pass your house so that you could take some more time to rest. But that's not going to be possible at this time. You are you are glued with your children, and in the same time, they should be glued to the people you are leading. And you got to find a way to make sure that you motivate not just yourself, you got to motivate other people. And you're going to ask about. You have to be compassionate. You got to ask about them. What's working? What's what's how you doing? How you fearing? What are your fears? What are your anxieties? What are the things that are getting you, making you wake up at night? You understand? Those are things that your your you would ask your children. So you should just ask your workers because that's the best way to to take care of people, to take care of their fears and anxieties. And just might you might not just have an answer to them, but because of the father, you give them a listening ear. They will feel better and they will feel human. And at the end of the day, they probably will put in the best things for you wow so this is one of the things in which i think that the leadership is good uh, leadership podcast has brought about and like i said every time you always have us to listen to every single week if you enjoy us make sure that you give um uh, a recommendation on itunes or any of the platforms you're watching and you probably also let other people know about the i3 podcast take care god bless